Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts this week, Professor Chris G, and on the other line with me today is my super sleuth brother. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? They call me 006. <laughs> you were hoping I was going to say something along those lines. I feel like you had that in your back pocket already. <laughs> I've had that, yeah. No, well, no, I mean, full disclosure, I probably... Um, we We just finished, like, a brief discussion about... Um, for the um, 007? The, the James Bond character. And I was like, if he doesn't tie that in, I'm going to tie it in. <laughs> so, I mean, I've, I've had it in the chamber for maybe 10 minutes. Nothing crazy. Okay. All right. All right. But how are you doing today? It's a very, very, very wet and rainy day out here today. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, had to walk in the house. Um because I was out running some errands, and she was like, oh, I think you'll be all right. So I got ready, and I had it out. I mean, I understood that it was raining, so I took my little rain jacket. I got, oh, I don't know, maybe maybe a couple turns. And you got one of the last... It started to pour, and I was like, well, A, this sucks. One of the last things I said before I left the house was as soon as I see a first bit of lightning, I'm turning back around. Well, then a big boom and a big clap of lightning. And I was like, I'm going back in the house. <laughs> so that was fine. And then I was telling you when we first got on this call, about five o'clock, it started kind of getting cloudy. And then all of a sudden, the daggum tornado siren started going off. And, you know, first world problems, I'm in the middle of an online game of Madden. I'm kicking this guy's... And you get distracted and he comes back and he beats you. No, 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 no. I was, I was beating him and it was just a matter <laughs> of when he was going to quit. And because I'm like, I am not taking this loss because I have to fucking bail out to the basement. Oh. Well, he quit just about the time the siren started going off, so I don't know. Oh. Somebody, some, somebody somewhere heard me, so I was. Oh, you be beating them that bad like that? You, you get, you jump online now and just torment these noobs. I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm. A... Oh, I, I see that now. So, so, so you're you're that with Madden, like me and my son are with shooter games. Yeah, I think so. You you put a you put a first person shoot shooter in my hands. I'm lost in the weeds. You you put me on Madden and you say go. I'm you fucking. I'll ri I'll rip off fourteen points real quick. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah you're pretty good. I I've learned my my lesson once or twice playing you, thinking I was all big <laughs> big and bad, and you're you're sitting over here like eh, I'm not I'm all right. I'm I'm not the best but i mean i'm okay i jump on there like 10 seconds in it's already 21 zero and i'm like what the fuck just happened the hell <laughs> i haven't even really sat down 
I mean, I, I, I swear, I swear this just started. And then I look at the timer, only five seconds have passed. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so yeah, no, I asked if you had it and your response was, well, if we had them, I didn't hear them, which means you didn't have them because you would have heard them or, you know, your wife would have been rattling your cage. Yup. She would have said, it's time to go downstairs. And I would have been like, I don't want to. And I was like, it's not that bad. And I would have, yeah, it would have been a whole thing. It would have been a whole thing. And then you'd be like, all right, we can go down there, but y'all got to be quiet. I'm trying to get this episode in. And she said, fuck your episode. And then, you know. Yep. That's how it would have gone. That's exactly how it would have gone. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, outside of that, uh, let's see. Let's see. On my end, you know, I, I've been in a big video game mood and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but video games are harder and harder and harder to sit down and play for long periods of time anymore. Yes. I mean, at least for me. Well, it used to be, it's like, okay, you get home from school, you can do your homework and then, you know, it's whatever. There's these damn things called responsibilities. Yes. And, you know, you've you've got this thing called a family and. Yes. Something about being an adult, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, paying bills, having paying bills, make make making sure these lights stay on. It's hard. For real. Harder than it looks. (laughs) And you've got and you've got fucking. um, Systems going down in your house and shit. Yup. That's not fun. Freaking AC system went went kaput, and I was like, "Ah, beep," and I was like, "Darn." So, so I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna, you know, it's not for me to disclose your business, but did you come home to that, or were you home when it went out? No, um, I woke up at around one o'clock in the morning. And it was burning hot in my house. I'm like, oh, and I, and I was like, what the hell is going on? So um, I went over and I looked at the thermostat and I, the thermostat says 78. And I was like, that's weird. And I checked the app out um, for what it's what it is outside. And it says 74. I was like, that's really weird. But I was like, you know what? I was like, maybe maybe it's just now cooling off. So I, I went and I laid back in bed. And then when I went to get up for bed, I was like, it is still really hot. And then I walk into um, where my thermostat is and I look at it and I'm like, I don't hear anything. Right. And then I was like, OK, so that's weird. So I went and I started taking the garbage bins out. And all of a sudden I, and I, I take out my elderly neighbor's garbage as well. And I, and, um, my furnace is on their, on their facing their side of the house. So I, all of a sudden I, all, all I'm hearing when I walk to that side is, and I was like, the fuck is that sound? And I'm looking around and I'm like, did, did something happen? And I walk over to my AC unit and 
the AC unit blade is not running, and I hear mm. it trying to run, and I was like, oh, frick. <laughs> and I, 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 I walk inside, and I'm like, babe, AC went out. She's like, what the hell do you mean it went out? I was like, it, it, <laughs> I was like, it went out. I was like, it don't work no more. I was like, the, the engine's done. And yeah, so been dealing with that. Um, I found out that I can just get another engine for like fairly, fairly cheap. But what I did find out when I had my stuff inspected is the reason that my AC unit does not um, keep the house like cold, cold is because it's not made for my size of house. So, uh, yeah. So how the hell does that happen? I'll tell you how that happens. So, <laughs> so my house, the way, you know, my house, um, my house was not built like that. So, you know, um, I'm, I'm not going to disclose everything, but I mean, you, you know, the, the extension, like going back in my home, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That did not come with my home when this house was first built. Right. Neither did the upper master bedroom. It was, it was, um, honestly where, um, where I sleep now, all of that, it was added onto my home. So my, my home extends back pretty far. Like you go down downstairs and it just, it, it extends. And even when you first saw the house, you're like, holy shit, this is a really big basement. But yeah, it, it extends pretty, pretty far back. So the previous owner, when he added that extension to the house, never updated the AC unit. So the AC unit was made for basically the front part of my home to keep that whole section um, nice and cool. But when they added all of that extra to, to my home, now the AC struggles to keep all of that extra nice and cool, and it's just hard for it to keep up. Yeah, because we've had a couple of warm days here, and it was probably really pushing, and, you know, it just hit its breaking point. Yep, that's exactly what happened. So, that being said, now when we when I had the inspection, because I was like, oh, we, I just need a new motor. And um, we were basically told, well, we can get you a new motor um, for fairly cheap, but um, if it's continuously running like this for like the next year or so, the same thing is going to happen. And I was like, the right. I was like, ah, I was like, okay, all right. So what do we need for my home? And he was like, you need this. I was like, but I don't want that. <laughs> and he's like, well, you, you need this. <laughs> and in order for you to have this, um, the system that you have um, for your furnace as well, this will be putting way too much pressure on there and it'll blow your furnace because we have an older furnace. And I was like, right. I was like, are you serious? And he's like, yep, that's how the system works. And, and to have this new system we're gonna have to pipe in a few little um bigger pieces of pipe um into where um this unit is going to be sitting i was like of course you would why would mm. 
So, long story short, he he said, well, this is all you're looking at. And he handed me an estimate and my mouth done just dropped to the damn floor. And I was like, it's going to cost how much? He's like, oh, but don't worry. You can finance. Uh, a word that most adults just love to hear. Yeah, you can. Oh, it's, 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 it's my favorite word. Oh, yeah. He's like, don't worry. You don't need to pay all of this now. You can finance. And he shoves the receipt in my hand. I was like, Arr. I was like, yeah, you just want your money. But um, long story short, I'm shopping around. And I think I think I know where um, the route that we're going to end up going. And it sucks. Mm. And I'm probably going to be without AC for the next like 48, 72 hours. And it's going to start getting hot starting tomorrow. And oh, of course, that's the rule. Yeah, of, of course. It, this, this couldn't have happened like last week when it was like a, a lot cooler. Um, but no, um, no, no, no. So, yeah, right right when it's about to start getting hot. But um but yeah, that that's that's where we're at right now and I'm just grinding my teeth going, okay, I'm an adult. I said I wanted to be an adult. Oh man. Yeah. Shit's overrated anyway. It is. Like like my son's always telling me, he's like, "Man, I can't wait until I'm an adult so I can." I was like, "Nope." Stop right there. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> I was like, you stay your little butt in school. You cherish every little moment that you have. And yeah. But outside of that, I did just have a nice little vacation with the family. Um, I, I, I don't need to disclose where we went, but it was it was a really nice, like, mini five-day vacation. So That's good. Yeah, it was good. It's all nice. So... Outside of that, um, I am good. I like this rain. I I I, 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 I do, I do like looking outside, watching it rain. I don't like um, being at work when it's raining, but I do. Like, no, I do like being at home when it's raining and it's a nice big downpour. And I think that's the that's the last that we're going to have of of rain for a while. I think I think this was just our major downpour. I'm going to check it while we're out, right? I was going to say I, th I think for the summer maybe. I mean, obviously, oh, no, you know. No, no. We're getting it on Friday and Saturday. Booyah. That's what I'm talking about. But that just sucks for the person <laughs> that's going to be installing our stuff cuz they're going to be out there in that rain. So, okay, well, I've only got it on Saturday, so Oh, lucky you. I got it Friday and <laughs> Saturday. Maybe, maybe maybe it'll update it in a few hours for you. Well, I think that's a trade-off. I got monsoon a couple hours ago, so I only have to do one extra day. <laughs> that's the trade-off. I think that's a trade-off. It makes sense. It makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah. Let's 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 pray. I I, I don't I don't want a text message on Friday going. I got rain down on my walk, you mother. Beep. I mean, it, it blew. I'm telling you. Like, so it was like, oh, you know, I can deal with a little bit of rain. I've got a rain jacket. I'll be all right. Did you at least make it in before the visibility went to zero? 
Oh, you mean before you could? Yeah, no, I I beat that. I got that in. I was all right. Okay, <laughs> good. I was that that made me worried for a second. I was like, I remember at one point I looked outside and I saw white, and I was like, yeah, I'm glad I'm not out there right now. Yeah, no, it, it, like I say, I'm walking around, you know, and I'm carrying a piece of metal, so I'm you know, kind of like a walking billboard for anything. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to run my mouth and get struck down here. And then going to end up being like some kind of superhero or something. I know, right? You would tell me if you were a superhero, wouldn't you? Would I be? No, what's the one? Would would, would I be the the one friend in the comic book that you tell that you have superpowers? Not right away. Why not? I tell you. Well, no, but I can't tell you that until like halfway through the first movie. Well, that that's that's the point. Like you go and you you save somebody, and then I'm just standing there, and I'm like, whoa, 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 Doug. And you're like, oh yeah, um, I'm super D. <laughs> <laughs> taglines that could be you oh boy <laughs> depends on what kind of movie you're trying to make <laughs> oh boy you swoop in like superman you're like i am super d and i am here i i can't finish that because i because <laughs> fairly, fairly inappropriate, <laughs> not for a Pokemon podcast. For real, we do, we do have lines, folks. <laughs> we do, we do. But don't don't think um, Super D is going away. I I think I think that's. I'm gonna call you that a few times now. <laughs> I'm, I, I like that. And he is my super sleuth friend, Super D. I have to get all my gonna get. I have to get all my business cards changed and everything. <laughs> For real, he's like he's like. As soon as I get Dougie fresh business cards, he goes and changes my my stupid name. Right. For real, <laughs> no, no, and those ain't cheap, you bastard. For real. <laughs> so, all right. Well, now that we got all that out of the way, you never know what's going to happen on this podcast, everybody. I'm, nah. sure, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, we made you laugh. So, okay. But outside of that, we are here to talk Pokemon. And today's episode is titled Sobble Spies a Stealthy Strategy. Or translated from Japanese. Meson Impossible. I kind of like that better. <laughs> like no, no, no bullshit. You know. <laughs> you like that? I mean, they're both good, but yeah, I mean, there's something. I mean, because you know, it lends on the spy theme. Yeah, it's just like Mission <laughs> Impossible, but Meson Impossible. I, I don't think you could go wrong. If you if you flipped a coin and it came up either heads or tails, I think I don't think you'd be upset. I don't think so either. I think that's I think this is one of the very rare Japanese titles that 
you actually like because they sometimes they get to the point and sometimes they're just like a whole story in the- they're a whole ass essay they're just <laughs> so ju- just like um next week next week the japanese uh, um translation is the tale of you and me in luminous maze forest <laughs> chimney cricket <laughs> That is the Japanese, and then the English title is The Tale of You and Glimwood Tangle. So not too much different, but... Not too much different, no. <laughs> so, but I still like the Mesun Impossible. Especially, yeah, because you, ha- you have to hit it like that. Yes. If, if you don't hit it like that, you're cheating yourself. I know. You can't just say Mesun Impossible. No, it has to be Mason Impossible. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. But this episode premiered February 5th, 2021 in Japan. And here in the States, just like the last few episodes, the last five episodes, premiered September 10th, 2021 on Netflix here in the States. So, you ready, Doug? I am ready. All right. So I hit the play button. This is a Netflix original series. We have Ash sitting here and Go sitting here. And the narrator's going over every single thing that we have talked about in the past five episodes. So I'm not going to go and repeat it, but that's how we're starting this episode. And straight from here, we jump in and we see a whole bunch of Pokemon just playing in the professor's garden. You have, uh, you have Chingling, you have Poliwag, Tentacool, you have Dugon, you have Magikarp, and another Magikarp. You have, <laughs> what I think is funny, you have a Geodude and a Mankey fighting over a ball. And they're like, ah, gimme, 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 gimme. And then you have a whole bunch of baby Pokemon playing with um, some yellow and blue balls. You have Venonette pretending that he is a ball. <laughs> you have Cubone over here um, getting ready to play golf with a Metapod and a Weedle watching on. And you have a Beedrill, Dustox, uh, Butterfree. And then you go over and you see a red ball is flying in the air and Pikachu is getting ready to hit this ball and Ash is like you got it Pikachu and Pikachu's like yeah and Pikachu slaps the ball and the ball goes and flies over Sable who was supposed to catch the ball so I mean no. he was never going to catch that ball there was no way he was going to Yeah, all he had to do was jump shit or use water gun and he could oh okay he could have knocked it down yeah but it flies right over Sabo's head, and Sabo's like, "Oh no, 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 no!" And he ru- ru- runs over to a to a bush, and as soon as he gets over to the bush, Darminiton jumps out and just scares Sabo, and Sabo's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and Darminiton's like, "Ha ha! I scared you! I scared you!" And goes like, "Sabo, are you all good?" And Sabo just starts running away and just starts crying. He's like, ah, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And he turns himself invisible. And we flash forward and Pikachu is patting Sabo on the head like, oh, it's okay. 
it's okay. It happens to the best of us. And Ghost in here is like, Darminian um, can't seem to resist pulling a prank on poor old Sobble. Sometimes a little payback is good. And Sobble's like, yeah, but I'm just a little chicken. And Go, Go looks over. He's like, that's Sobble, all right. And all of a sudden, one of the professor's assistants walks into the room and he's like, so while I was out on my walk, I saw a movie being made near the warehouse down the road. He's like, and guess what it is? It's the next chapter of the Spy and Sidekick series. And goes like, oh my gosh, that's unbelievable. I can't believe it. And Ash is sitting there because we all know Ash doesn't watch TV anymore ever since he became a Pokemon trader. And he's like, um, what's that? And then they're they're like, oh my gosh, you don't know what that movie is? It's a movie series where the lead is a Pokemon trainer spy and her partner in Teleon. It's just the coolest movie ever! And then that's when Rotom gives the Pokedex entry. Doug, I'm going to switch it over to you for the Pokedex entry. Right, so we find out that Inteleon is a secret agent Pokemon, which right off the bat is badass. <laughs> and I, I, I seriously think they missed a trick. I don't know how you would have had to manipulate the numbers. Because, and I'm just now, I didn't track the number on my first watch, but its number is 818. And I feel like they missed a trick by not having it be like double o number but obviously you really couldn't do that because the double o's are reserved for your you know your base three in their evolutions yep. you know your charmanders and bulbasaurs and squirtles and well what is the what is the starters of this um generation like isn't Saba one of the starters yes he is so see why wouldn't he but I guess this is the overall number. Yes, this is but, this is this is the overall for for all of these Pokemon. So see if they really wanted to fight anyway. But as we find out that Inteleon is a secret agent Pokemon. Um let's see, if you want to play anytime, that's good. Um and we find out that it's a water type and it has all types of different kind of hidden hidden attacks that it can use like it can it can shoot water from its fingertips and um it can it can glide using like a, a membrane from its back you know like a and and we're seeing like action shots which I feel like isn't usually included but I feel like this is they're kind of cheating with the rules a little bit because Ash essentially Googled Inteleon on his Rotom. So he's got like all these clips and stuff. And the and just went to IMDB on the on the teleprompter and is like, and look at these. <laughs> yeah, they're like the last shot they they use before they start, you know, continuing to talk about what the assistant saw in his lunch. Inteleon looks like he's jumping from a skyscraper. The little explosion in the background. So I mean, yeah, he literally just like used IMDb and Google Image. 
Um, and the the assistants like they just keep making sequels, and they're all hits. So I kind of took it as like this is the MCU of of Pokemon Master Journeys. Yes. And um, Ash is looking at the at the snapshots of Inteleon. He's got stars in his eyes. And he's like, "This is awesome!" Ah! And it goes like I was trying to tell you. And if um, this was a lesser show, we would have had a time wipe, and they would have sat down and watched like all all of those series like in a row. I know for real. They they definitely uh, missed that boat. They could they could have sat down. And Ash could have fallen like in love with this, and it's like two days later, and then and then they could have done everything else in this episode. But. Right, and then we we pan over and we see that Sobble is transfixed, um, you know, with Intellion, and then the the professor's assistant who is wearing a Magnemite t-shirt, I'm just now realizing. Um, he he pushes his glasses on his, you know, the bridge of his nose, and he goes, well, see, that makes sense, because that is Sobble's um, final evolutionary form. No love for the fella in the middle there. Yeah, Mr. Drizzle. Are you serious? Yeah, it's Sobble, Drizzle, and Inteleon. Get the fuck out, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, like, it's like, okay, Sobble, like, okay, base Pokemon, whatever. Drizzle is in the middle, and then he just, final evolution, he just completely bosses up to Inteleon. Yes. Like, what the fuck? Sobble, Drizzle, so, Inteleon. <laughs> so, yes, I uh, thank you for providing context, because the the Drizzle wasn't mentioned at all. No, <laughs> they they didn't want to yeah. dumb down um, Sobble like, at all. Like there wasn't even a moment. I mean, I guess I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but I mean, whatever. We're going to cover the episode. This is our time. You clicked on this episode. There wasn't even a moment where Go and him were having a discussion. It's like, you know, like you, you know, you can't just go right to Intellion. You know, you have to master becoming drizzle first like it's just no like if you didn't know i mean if, if you weren't paying attention because i mean obviously they did put this graph in there yes you you would have thought that he just goes straight from sobble to intellion which would have been silly but you you want to know another fun fact that you don't know about drizzle i'd love it drizzle isn't it um it well in this version is more of an emo pokemon like the teenager emo. Oh, so that's that would lend more credence as to why they're treating Sobble as a, you know, no offense, a whiny little baby. Yep. Okay. Well, see, little little Easter eggs. They just, you know, you pay attention, you pick some shit up. <laughs> so, um, um. But yeah, but so so yeah, they that they they say that they're gonna go and check it out. Yes, because the um, Ash is like, I want to go see, and 
they're like, I bet they're still, you know, shooting. And Pikachu is like tapping Sable on the shoulder. He's like, we're going to head to a movie set. And Sable's like, a movie set. And then we get the opening, which still hasn't hit me. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's only been six episodes, but I don't know. I like it. Especially, it's not the worst. Especially the ending. Pokemon. Yeah, you got to appreciate it. You know, you got to appreciate some little hook, whether it's, you know, at the beginning or the end. So we get the, we get the title. Pikachu flicks the hat on his head. And then this is the most, like, generic narration the narrator's ever done. He's like, so our heroes arrive at the film set. <laughs> like, okay, but we could have we could have inferred that. And then they just happen around a corner. And then they see the director sitting there, and then the director or the narrator once again is helpful because um we we've apparently come across this director before. In an episode that we haven't gotten to because we've just kind of been playing hopscotch with some of these seasons. Yes. I, you know, this is um, this is director Kublock. And um, he's considered a master of the movie business. And we see like snippets of him just screaming. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. And he's like volcanoes literally blowing up. And. Ash and Go have seen this man direct a film before, and um, thanks to arrangements made by the professor, and um, they're here to be on set today. And he's sitting there, and he's he's kind of going over shots in his head. He's like, first she does this, and then she, she does that, and uh, then something you know, we need a certain something. We and then uh, a lonely little. PA is kind of like, what should we do, sir? And and um, Ublock just snaps. He's like, just fuck it, just fuck it. We'll do it live. And um, <laughs> he just screams action, and this and this girl goes running, and she's stopped by three dudes, and. Where are those Pokemon? Let's see. I'm 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 having her run right now. So she's running, she's running, she's running. Oh those are, those are Murkrow. Murkrows, yes. It's, if I would have waited five seconds. And the Murkrows are swooping in and all of a sudden they're blasted out of the air with water gun. And then Inteleon just appears and just badass. And uh the Sobble's entranced. Sobble's just like, oh my god, and he, like his <laughs> eyes get shiny, and, and Go notices that Sobble's like jaws on the floor, and um, the Murkrow are getting ready, and then all of a sudden, this car comes shooting onto the set and just does like a, a, a seven twenty spin, 
And and, and hold on, right before you say who comes out of this car, when I originally saw this in Japanese, when the car came and just did its little turn, and I was like, oh, that's really unsafe to have all these people watching this scene and having a car just jump over. I was like, that's really unsafe until I found out who was in the car. Right. (laughs) Because as soon as the doors open, Meowth and, you know, Jesse and James come pouring out and they're in like Jesse or uh, Meowth and James are in like, you know, like 1930s gangster outfits and <laughs> Jesse and Wabafet's got a little brown hat on and, and just, Jesse's like a. I just love Jesse's line. She's like, hop in and tell on and we'll blow this pop stand. I was like, oh, I was like, okay, all right. She's like they're 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 like we want you on our team and um and then the the stu- the actress is like um so is, is this part of the plot is this supposed to be happening or are we just rolling with it <laughs> and the the PAs are kind of like we we gotta get these guys out of here they're ruining the take and the um Kublock is like. We just gotta, we gotta keep rolling. This is this is gold, Jerry. This is gold, and keep the cameras uh, rolling. And everyone behind him is just like, (gasps) it's like this is better than I could ask for. And like, okay, we're gonna keep rolling. And then Intellion's like, well, this is what we're doing. This will be and. Um, Team Rocket didn't sign a waiver, so if they get hurt on the set of this film, they could become rich. Just saying. Oh no! Well, no, because they crashed it in the first place. True, but he decided to put them in the movie. <laughs> oh, he said. Oh yeah, he said, "Keep rolling." <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? You're right, because at that point, he assumes responsibility. Yes. <laughs> um, but Team Rocket. So meow. Oh, well, they're not. And <clears throat> so Meowth's sitting on the hood of this car, and he's like, you know, who would have guessed um, you would have been going with this program? And then, you know, they throw off their disguises, and they do their um, intro. Their team and like, model. It's like mega cool and stylized. Um, and... I mean, it, it eats up time, so what the heck. And, you know, they all end, and they're all standing on the Oh, that's on the pretty roof. cool. I didn't realize that I'm on the first or second go-round. Do you know when Jesse and James, um, in the when they're doing the model on the part where it's a yellowish-gold background, um, they use Jesse's hair, and then James ju- does like a backflip? And he lands on the ground that James is completing the R for the Team Rocket uh, R logo. Look at that. Oh, no, I didn't catch that. That is kind of dope. Yeah, I, I just saw it right now. I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. Like I say, little shit you pick up, you know. I know. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so they do, you know, their intro and they all end up standing on the roof of this car. And and then you know you get the standard no way it's Team Rocket 
And like Sable, I'm paused at five twenty-three. Sable just looks over it. He looks like he looks like he's got an upset stomach, but he looks just over it. He's like, man, I was enjoying myself, and now we got to deal with these bozos. He looks scared, like like they're about to take him or, or him or something. And you know the freaking Kublock is just standing there. He's just creaming his jeans. He's like, this is fantastic. It's adding to the conflict. <laughs> and this is right. This is right. This is right. <laughs> and, um, you know, Jesse's like, Intellion, we did a thorough background check on you. And we've been watching all your movies. And, um, James is like, because of your talents as a spy. We think you would be a valuable addition to Team Rocket's fighting force. So Meowth is like, why don't you just come over here and just accept it? And um And leave your ego behind, Meowth says. And then, you know, freaking Ash and Go are like, you know, why always why you always gotta be mucking up trouble? You know how much money this shoots gonna be behind schedule now? <laughs> James is like, that sounds like the twerp. And Meowth is like, stop interfering with us. Jeez. Everywhere we are, you are. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the poor PAs, they're like, one of the poor guy's got a hold of his script. He's like, I am freaking strange people just popping up. And Kublock's just losing his mind. He's like, keep rolling. We can't lose any of this. <laughs> and, um, um, and then... It's almost like Jesse and James kind of realize that the cameras aren't being turned off, so they kind of go extra big. Um, and and they we're about to be stars. They call down, and then we get Pelipper, and he drops the the vending machine uh, gimmick out of his mouth, crushes the car. Yeah, I was like, it, it, Pelipper <laughs> had all of all of this land <laughs> and everywhere around it. But just drops it straight on the car, and now now they don't have a getaway. They have no, no getaway. No. Yeah, because that's how they that's how they came in the scene. So they're they're fucked. Um, and um, you know, J uh, Meowth jumps into position, uses his charm to drop out two pokeballs. And I do want to point out that this was the first time that Meowth. Um, did not react to the turning of the nozzle with his coin inside of the capsule thing. Oh yeah, because he was he was probably too jacked up because he realized he was being filmed. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like I can't flinch. <laughs> and then uh, Jesse throws out a Poochiena. Yes. And uh, James throws out a a Houndor. Yes. And I love Houndor. I do. That he, he yeah. He, he is low key one of my favorite Pokemon. Just a fire dog, just a fucking badass. And then it's like, as soon as he turns freaking, into Houndoon, looks like um I, I well, I, I hope we don't lose any listeners. Kind of looks like the devil a little bit when he turns into Houndoon. Oh, not the devil. Fuck this show. Ah, you can't be saying that on the show. No, but he does. Like he, <laughs> he, he has the badass, like like 
like he's like muscular and he, he has the nice pointy ears and he's like I'm a badass <laughs> so uh, and then um, so Team Rock is ready to go and then Ash and go into the frame go throws out Cinderace and Jesse tells Poochiena to use yawn and, it, and they're like, it, it, dodge it. Yeah, they dodge. And this is funny because the director, they dodge it and the director gets hit right in the face with the yawn. And he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, he goes down like a light. He's like, this is all right. And all, all of his assistants are like, Mr. Kublock. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then Ash is like, look at what you did. And Jess, <laughs> Jesse just being so quick-witted like Misty, she's like, you did that by dodging. Don't blame us. <laughs> she ain't wrong. And then Jane's like, look, they've got that baby Pokemon again. Wah, wah, wah. And then they do some flashbacks to um, some episodes of Pokemon Journeys that we have not covered yet. Mm. But um, in those episodes, they've they've captured Sable, and as soon as Sable starts crying, everyone starts crying. Um, we go to another flashback, and they're caught in a net, and they start crying, and everyone starts crying, and Jesse comes back to the main time, and they're they're like, "I guess there's only one thing left to do." Poochyanna, you scary face on the blue baby. And Poochyanna just does its scary face. And like, nah. Sabo is like, oh, no. And just starts crying. And they're like, oh, no, don't cry. You're going to make us cry. This is not fair. And Jesse's like, nobody's goofing things up like the twerps this time. And Wobbuffet's like, yeah, Wobbuffet. <laughs> James is like, all right, Houndor, go ahead and use Ember Attack. And Poochyanna, use Shadow Ball. And then they get ready to use their attacks. Then all of a sudden, pop, pop. <laughs> Jesse and James look up and they're like, what the hell just happened to Poochyanna? Oh no! And then all, and then Sabo starts, uh, stops crying. We see Inteleon is invisible, and then um, comes back into frame, and he makes himself visible again. He looks over. He's like, "It's okay, Sabo. I got this." And we find out that Inteleon used his water gun attack on Puchiana and uh, and Houndour, and Sabo is like, "Oh my gosh, you're amazing." And Jesse's like, that was sneaky. And that we have the main star of the movie. She's like, doing one's job and interrupting a movie um, are the skills of being a spy. She's like, right, Inteleon? Inteleon's like, yep. And Inteleon goes invisible again. And they're looking around. They're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And we see, pop, pop. <laughs> Houndour and, and Poochyanna get hit again by another water gun and I, that that's kind of unfair to them because they wasn't even doing anything this time they're they're just sitting there looking around they've already gotten hit <laughs> and oh I mean in a way yes and no I mean they are Team Rocket's you know charges at that point so maybe they're kind of guilty by association 
yeah i guess and all of a sudden we get a big splash and um team rocket goes blasting off again and they're like oh we failed again and then like but Inteleon is still up on the silver screen and this water gun was so um so strong that it even blasted the car that team rocket was driving into the air and they are out of frame so it's at this point that Inteleon um blows into its hand and is like yup i just did that i did all that and doug i'm gonna hand this on over to you my brother so yeah freaking sobble's just standing there he's just in awe and then we see a shot of them carrying Kublak off, and somebody off in the distance is like, I think it's a good time to break for lunch. And um, you hear off screen somebody's like, All right, everybody stand aside. And, <laughs> you know, it looks like um, Ash and Go are. You know, maybe walking back to the professors and they're like, that was some good shit, wasn't it? And um, and they're like, yeah, for sure. Sabo was you know, beside himself. He was mesmerized. Then that kind of naturally brings them all to kind of turn around and go, hey, Sabo. And Sabo, under the ropes, and because um, Inteleon is just standing there all by yeah. If, if I didn't, if I didn't know better, it would almost look like he was having a, a discussion with that teamster. But I know he's not, obviously. Um, and uh, the PA kind of picks him up by the by the ear, basically by the fin. By the by the fin. Thank you. And um. He's like, hey, yo, shrimp, what are you doing there? And Sable's crying because the poor fucker's got him by the fin. And Go runs over. He's like, that's my Sable. I'm sorry. I should have done a better job keeping an eye on it. But, you know, he's never he's never met in, uh, in Talion. And, you know, I mean, you know, couldn't we just, you know, hate him for a second, you know, we're not trying to be stalkerish or anything. And the uh, the PA is like, well, see, it's not my job description. And then I cheated because I was frustrated calling her the female star. Her name is Jacqueline. She's not called that as far as my knowledge, but. But that's what the subtitle I went on. That's what, well, it's either mentioned in the subtitle or I went on freaking um, Bulbapedia. Oh, okay. So Jacqueline walks up behind this guy's shoulder and is like, um, you know, we're done for now, so I don't see why not. And um, we cut, and they're standing kind of um, in front of some water, and Sobble's just sitting on a railing, and he's just got his eyes glued on Inteleon, and um, uh, Jacqueline's like, oh, it takes me back to... Um, just how Inteleon here used to look. You know, he wasn't all swab. And... Um, used to be just like you, Sobble. And then Jacqueline's like, yes, you see, we're partners both on and off the movie set. Which I like. I like that, you know... 
you know, she wasn't just hired and they found and they found a wild Inteleon. Like I like that it's that it's made clear that this is her Inteleon. Yep. Um Inteleon's kinda looking like, ah yes, the good old days. And he kinda you know, gives the finger gun to um Sobble, like, hey, you know, keep your chin up there, kid. And um you know, kind of gives him a smile, and Sobble could just about melt at this point. He's like, oh my god, oh my god, he's talking to me, he's talking to me, he's talking to me, and I'm going to become that when I grow up. Oh my god, oh my god. And <laughs> just like that. And then we do we do like an insta-cut, and we see um, they're back in like, looks to be, well yeah, it's the training area, because um, what's about to happen? And uh, Sobble's practicing his um, water gun because there's a leaf on a twig and he's shooting, you know, the leaf with the water gun and he looks so cute oh, doing it too. I was like, how do you like that shit? Looks like Sobble might have a new role model. <laughs> I didn't notice this the first time, but Sobble does the little, the little uh, finger gun like that um, Inteleon does, and we see a little drip come off. I, I, that's cute. <laughs> and he's like, ha! Ah. And then the freaking... Um, Darminian. Darminian jumps out of the bush again, and Sobble just immediately is like, oh my god, what are you doing? You're gonna give me a heart attack. And he... Um, For a second, he gets tough. It, yeah, he tries to be like, game face, game face! And then he just bails. Um... Pardon me. And then we see that Sobble has found safe space behind a bush. And Go has to be like, hey, man, you know, nobody becomes strong overnight. Um, and then Go's like, you know, I was thinking, would you like to work with me, you know, in, in terms of getting stronger, you know, like a, a trainer should train his Pokemon instead of just running around trying to capture one of everybody. <laughs> and, um, Sobble's like, y you mean it? And, I can help um, you? Then we're, we're back in, uh, Team Rocket's hideout. Like, this place, this episode is all over the place. Just a little bit. And, you see a, a poster of the Spy and Sidekick series, and James is like, just seeing Inteleon up close, you could see how strong it really is. And, and um, yeah, I was like, yeah, there's no doubt about it. He would be a, a great addition to our team. And, um, James is like, with all that power, there's no way to force it. And then we miss the part where Jesse stands up with a what looks to be a script, and she's like, I've got it, and it's amazing. And you know, I was like, what, what do you mean? And Jesse's like, I have a plan, and I'm prepared for anything. And then that's the outline into the Who's That Pokemon. Yep, and of course, um, just because Pokemon finally got some sense into them, this week's Who's That Pokemon is Inteleon! A really cool um, shot of its eye as well. I thought that was kind of badass. Yeah, it was. 
Just and <clears throat> pardon me. So um, looks like we're about to like get into some serious training, and uh, you know goes like, "Are you ready?" And then he's like, "You know what? I don't have a plan." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like, what kind of training do you think that we should do? And Ash is like, I got the best type of training. Let's go and do a battle. And um, goes like, don't forget, and Inteleon's uh, super, super strong. Oh, that was Ash. And he's like, I guess it can't hurt but to try it. So... So who does he send into, into freaking battle? He sends Pikachu, who's Oh, OG and level like 5,000 out of 100 right? against baby Sobble and goes like, alright, Sobble and Sobble's like, Sobble, Sobble and goes like, alright let's go and Pikachu's like alright, I'm gonna Thundershock you Sobble's like, hey, no you're not <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> Sobble stops in his track and is looking at Pikachu and um, goes like, oh, okay, I guess we're playing the long distance game. So Sobble use water gun and Sobble's getting ready to use water gun. And Ash is a freaking prick. He's like, you're a target if you stand still. He's like, Pikachu use quick attack. And Pikachu is running in and goes like, dodge it while using water gun. And it's at this point, Sobble swallows all the water that it was about to shoot out of its mouth. And it's like, eh, nope. And it just starts running, <laughs> running away from Pikachu. <laughs> and goes like, where's the water gun? <laughs> and... Uh, goes like I, I guess Sobble would rather protect itself th and then go on the offense and for now keep running away Sobble <laughs> and Ash is like I guess that is the safest way to go and Pikachu's like no come here come here come here I'm gonna I'm gonna get you and then I I think this is the first time in a Pokemon battle Ash indicates let's take a break and Sabo just walks over to go, just looking all sorts of defeated. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Go. And Go um, pulls out the worst line that you could say to a baby Pokemon. He looks at Sabo and goes, I guess you might not be cut out for this. And Sabo's like, what do you mean? And he turns, his body turns all white. And goes like, I didn't mean it that way. Oh, uh, what way um, what was he supposed to take it? I mean, there's only one Real. way to take something like that. You're, are you are you a battling Pokemon or are you a lap dog? I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> goes like, I met your battling style, which Sabo should have taken more offense to that. He's like, oh, you you don't think I'm cut out to do any of this? All right, fine, whatever. Yeah, I'll just I'll just go around watering the plants in if that's how you're gonna fucking for real bullshit. <laughs> and and he's like, you're always looking for trouble, and it, and if things seem even a little bit dangerous, you run away, right? And he's like, others might say you're cowardly, 
but I think being able to protect yourself is not a bad thing at all. Sobble's starting, Sobble's starting to get misty because he look, he's, he's like, there's a butt coming. And and um, goes like, it, you know, it's how, you know, it's how you react. And, um, and it, you know, it really helps you protect yourself. And Sobble's like, thank you for trying. And, and then Ash is trying to get in. So he's like, so you're telling me you're encouraging Sobble to run away and hide as a battle plan and goes like well I mean I mean if you want to oversimplify it to shit but he's like you know not exactly but he's like you know that's not the worst idea I've ever heard and then you know they're like remember on the movie set when Inteleon was sneaking up and you know being all stealthy and being a spy um, you know, he's like, and he holds Sobble up, kind of like Simba in The Lion King. He's like, "We're gonna, per- we're gonna perfect your skills of running and hiding." <laughs> and Sobble's like, a "Good way to train your Pokemon." Sobble's like, "I have no idea what's going on right now." Neither do and, I. And I've and I've watched this episode twice. And he's and goes like, all of us are going to chase after you, and your job is to not get caught. And Ash is like, it sounds like fun, and I'm not doing anything. What the fuck? You know, it's not like this is a TV show or anything. <laughs> we only and have seven minutes left in this episode. It's probably more like five with the credits. For real. And Go throws out Cinderace, and he's like, are everybody ready? He, and he tells Sobble to just take off. Sobble's like, they motherfuckers got me running. And um, he hears Pikachu and Ash coming after him, so he dives into a bush. And then Pikachu dives into that same bush. Sobble's not there. Where is Sobble? Pikachu looks around, he looks around, he looks around. He looks up because a leaf starts falling down, and then there's Sobble just up in the tree. And <laughs> Sobble's like, shit, he found me. <clears throat> Sobble's like, shit, he found me. And then we cut to Cinderace and go. And he's and there's like, looks like he really got himself lost this time. And Cinderace stops and he kind of, you see his ears kind of working overtime. And Cinderace reaches into a, a knot hole of a tree and he just pulls out Sobble and he's like, hey, uh, fancy meeting you here, buddy. And, um, and goes like, all right, Sobble, go get yourself lost one more time and um you know first we see Sobble behind a bush then we see him in a tree then we see him behind a tree and he's laughing he's having a good time and then Pikachu comes around the other side of the tree and he's like I got gotcha. you and Sobble's like oh damn and and then he must have he must take off again because um, as the camera's pulling up, we hear Go say, "Look out! He le- he went that way." And oh, I know he's over here. <laughs> so it, it, it I, you know, as a viewer, you get the impression that Sable is getting a he's getting better, and b he's gaining more confidence. Yes. And then we we see that it's the end of the day because it's dusk. And 
goes like, that was that was very productive, wasn't it? And you know, everybody's walking away because they're they're all content. And then they they see a random um, the PA basically the guy that was walking around with the script all day. He was captured in a net. I was out getting everybody's lunch, and um, I was I was I was got and. Uh, what's what's his Pokemon? Gothita. Gothita. And, you know, they, they got him, and they got Gothita, and... Um, and they stole Gothita. Yes, they stole, and, you know, obviously you're not going to steal a, a grown man. And they left a freaking, um... Like a map, kind of. As to where to find him. Because why and they're not? like they they have four minutes left in this episode, so we have to find these fools. And they're and they're like we have to you know we have to get Intellion because that's what the note says. I, you know I've I've got to get Intellion and I've got to bring him. You know I've got to bring him with me and um go and ask you're like ah oh, no we got him and they go and they find the freaking. It's like an abandoned mine shaft, basically. I mean, they call it a cave, but whatever. Then there's little meowth like drones, kind of pearl. Cool. Just patrolling. I'd love to know their budget. <laughs> Remember, they they do have one episode where they they just rack up bills and never pay it off. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. <laughs> I, and, I, I and, forgot what season it was, but there's a whole season where they have to repay the debt over to um, Giovanni, be, and they're not on payroll anymore until they pay it off. Ooh, I haven't hit that yet. Yeah, I know. There's a whole season about it. It's funny. So, yes, they're looking at the patrol bots, and then, like I say, the drones come in, and they're like, all right, we got to keep looking. And they hear Gothita off in the distance, so they go running, and Cinderace just says, action hero, and he just kicks open the door, and there's just a bunch of freaking lit candles and shit, and then you see Gothita is behind the bars. Goes like, Gothita, are you okay? And Ash is like, we're on the way to get you out. And then they get about halfway past and then bars shoot up and then freaking robot arms come down with the lid of the lid, the roof of the cage. And, and Sobble starts to be like, we're trapped. And, um, we hear, um, Jesse coming from behind a wall. And she's like, why did it have to be you dumb twerps? And James is like, this is so annoying, and like his temples are starting to flare out of his head because you got the the three red like anime lines, and we find out that uh, James is the one that came up with the drone and the uh, meowth uh, like guard cameras because all he wanted to do was get a, a shot of Intellion being so cool and now he can't. We cut to like 
them what we could assume to be like moments earlier in a patrol room and they're like oh we get is shots of you guys being idiots and you know they're all sitting at the at the monitor and they're like and then um ash is like you're the ones that need to knock this crap off and meow's like stop copying me and Go tell Cinderace to just kick the bars open, and Cinderace you know, is going to town. He's like, kick, 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 kick. He's like, damn, it won't break. And you would think it would, considering that there probably is legitimately only like two minutes left in the episode. But no. But you know, Cinderace is just like these aren't breaking, and um, Jesse's like, did you seriously think it was going to be that easy? And um, you know, we had to make it. We had to make it worth your while, and and now because you pissed us off, we're gonna take Pikachu and Cinderace. And then they look and, over and they're, uh, and goes like, "All right, Sabo," because Sabo didn't. Sabo's the only Pokemon that didn't get caught in those in those bars, because we only have a minute left in this episode. Um, right. And goes like, show them the results of your training, Sabo. I know, I know it's a lot, but this is your battle. You can do it. And Sabo's like, yeah, that's right. This is my battle. And he gets his serious face on. And Meowth is like, prepare to be caught. Get ready. And freaking Wobbuffet has these like little pincher claws that he's going to go over and put on Sabo. And goes like, Sobble, water gun, straight up! And Sobble starts spraying the water all the way up. And then he starts wetting everything around him. And then he vanishes. And they're like, oh my god, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? And um, Ash is like, Sobble just used water from the water gun. And now he's completely invisible. And Sobble... Uh, we get an invisible shot of Sable just looking badass. He's like, yeah, this is my moment. And then all of a sudden, Bleh! and Sable uses water gun on Meowth, and Meowth is like, and we get a perspective shot. And Sable, I mean, we can't see Sable at this point, but we can infer that Sable's basically like face to face with Meowth, like could reach out and touch him. He's so close. I know. So he's just drowning Meowth in the face with this water gun. <laughs> And Jesse's like, even though you can't see him, we know where it is. He's right next to you. And Doug, um, since there's only um, a little bit left, I'm going to hand this over to you so you can get some of this action too, my brother. So Wobbuffet comes over with the grabber. He's like, I'm going to get you. And then um, freaking Go is like, remember, silence isn't... Uh, he's like, silence is just one of the skills of being a spy. And, uh, and Wolbefeck gets closer, and he goes to get him, and um, Sobble we jumped. see that Sobble jumped back, and he goes, pit to um, Wolbefeck. And Wolbefeck's pissed off, and then all of a sudden we see from another angle, we see pit, and Sobble's just, you know, he's just pinging from different spots and he's kind of starting to enjoy it and Jesse's sitting there like hey that's not fair and 
Um, and James is like, ah, oh, so that's how you want it. And he hits this um, plunger and a couple of um, conveniently giant, like it's just convenient. Just like I say, I love this budget. <laughs> and a couple of giant arms come down and they have chalk erasers and they just start banging them together just so they get a cloud of white smoke. So they can find out where Sobble is. Once the freaking uh, the dust clears, Sobble is just plain as a nose on your face. And um, James is like crying happy tears because our plan um, to capture our plan for when Intellion vanishes is, a complete, is gonna be is a complete success. And he's like, we actually got one. And Meowth, you know, brings out his claws and he's like, I'm gonna get you. And um goes like, forget the battle, Sabo, run away. And um Sobble flashes back to his, like, interaction with Inteleon. Like, yo, you know, keep up the good work, kid. You know, he kind of smirks at him. And Sobble's like, I know what to do. And he just jumps and he hits him uh, with his tail. And then all of a sudden, from Go's, um, the pocket of Go's hoodie... Uh, the the Pokeball return beam shoots out, and and Go kind of looks and he's like, I didn't do that. Um, he's like he returned to his Pokeball. What was that? And um, he freak. I fucking love Rotom phones because the Rotom phones like, oh, he just used a move called U-turn, and um. He just used a move called uh, U-turn, and Ash is like, "Isn't that some shit?" And he um, go let Sable out of the Pokeball, and Sable's kind of looking around like, "Did it work? Did it work? What the fuck? Did it work?" And um, you you just learned a hit and run and, strategy, uh, a hit and run strategy for your opponent, and um. Sobble's kind of still in shock, but he's like, I did? And um, then Ash is like, all right, Pikachu, Sobble, and Cinderace, work together and get out of this cage. And um, we we go over to Team Rocket, and we see that Wolbuffet and Meowth are both out because they've got the anime swirls. And Jesse and Meowth, or Jesse and James are trying to revive them. And then, you know, we see that Pikachu used obviously Iron Pikachu Tail. used Iron Tail, and everybody's kind of got this oh shit look. And then goes like, "All right, team up and finish this off." And Go has Cinderace use Pyro Ball, and Ash has um, Pikachu use Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt, and then the freaking big explosion and blows the roof off of a freaking cave. And for the second time in the episode, they're blasting off again. And the PA is reunited with his uh, Gothita. And, you know, they're, they're happy and crying. 
and then go sitting around like we gave them their taste of their own medicine, you know, pate pate pate, and um, and then we see that Kublak's kind of looking at all the footage. He's like, "This is some good shit." He's like excited. He's like bouncing and shit, and um, then Jacqueline is kind of fawning over Sable. It's like, oh, you're just a um, little star, aren't you? And and Sable's kind of looking like, yeah, I'm kind of a badass, but you, you know, you just keep on talking sweet to me and stuff. I love how and, the director is just looking at all the footage of the Pokemon battle because they got it all on camera. Right, exactly. So even though Team Rocket was trying to be sneaky, their tactics worked out because this man got a bunch of footage for his movie that he didn't have to shoot. Yes. So Team Rocket should probably fight for producer credit or something. I know. So. Or at the very least, Giovanni. And then um, we see another moment between Inteleon and Sable. And this time, Inteleon, like, kind of, uh, not, not playing somebody, kind of like, you know, gently puts his finger on his head. And Sabo's like, oh my god, oh my god, this time he touched me. Oh my god, he touched, oh my god. And, um, and then we go back to the, the, like, the play area from the beginning of the episode and goes like, where, where's Sabo hiding? And we see, um, Arminian's kind of hanging out by the tree, just minding his own business. And all of a sudden, just this big water gun blast comes down, he's, plah! And Darmania's like, what the fuck? Who the fuck? And um, we see uh, Sable way up in the tree, kind of hiding out, like, hee hee hee, aren't I a stinker? And um, and Ash is like, ah, so that's where Sable was. And goes like, he is lear he's, he's learning, that's how it's done, and he's holding up, like, the peace fingers, because, you know, it's anime. And, and the narrator's like, you know... A meeting its idol and you know having a heart to heart um uh really caused a big transformation within Sable's heart and then you know the the narrator's like ah so you know keep your head up and keep improving Sable kind of a go go get him scout kind of thing and that's basically it. Yep, and that's the end of the episode. How did you think about this episode, Doug? Uh, well, um, no Chloe again. No. She wasn't even mentioned, let alone, you know, let alone not in it. It wasn't like, oh, Chloe's got the flu or, you know, that time of the month or something. <laughs> She's not old enough for that. Well, you know, you never know. Um, it's Japan. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, um, what would you give this out of five stars? I, I, I would give it a solid three. Yeah, I, w I was I was worried that you were going to say four, and I was going to have to kind of... Reel me back. I was going to have to come in under you. Um, <laughs> no, I, I thoroughly would give it a solid three. I Once again... I feel like, you know, take a shot every time we say this at the end of one episode. I had more time. I had more time. I had more fun reviewing this episode than I did, you know, watching it initially. 
Um, I think I think I can chalk that up to you because you had kind of a you had a more optimistic view of this episode than I did, and that kind of made me kind of watch the episode with maybe a different eye. Yeah, they're kind of and, they're kind of foreshadowing Sabo's future in this episode. Well, and you kind of you kind of framed it um, when we got on the call. Once we actually started to shift our conversation to Pokemon, you were like, "I look at it as like this is like the beginning of Sabo's like growth and movement, his origin kind of thing." And I was like, "All right." And then you know you kind of told me something that I'm not gonna the audience i mean the audience might know but for those that don't know i'm not going to say anything and i was like all right this episode makes a lot more sense yes and i was like okay and then you and i kind of went into another discussion that will be more relevant At a uh, for for episodes down the line but yeah you and i kind of had a discussion so. so yeah i would i would be very confident given this a three okay all right. Well, that being said, um, I think we've done the audience uh, a, a really good episode, and we don't need to keep them any longer. They can go and start listening to their second favorite podcast now. Yeah. Yeah. Or listen to a previous episode that they haven't listened to of us and just keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Get them clicks. <laughs> so, all right, Doug. Well, go ahead and say goodbye, Doug. Bye, Doug. And this is Professor Chris G telling all of you, I will see you on the next episode, everybody. Have a good night.